Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Trophy Talk podcast. It's episode number 52. We're going to mix it up this time. And I'm going to say I'm your host, Brandon. And today I am joined by Prince. I don't like being second. Ah, oh, sorry. And Ace. <laughs> uh, yep, whenever. I'm here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly I'm going to have to Brit bump Prince to third next time. You know. Maybe, maybe he'll like that more. Um, I'll assassinate actually, the other two. So we've got all sorts of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, multiple pl- multiple playthroughs and trophies and PS Plus and news and all that fun stuff. Uh, but first, a really quick housekeeping note. Um, over the next, like, six weeks, I'm going to be in the process of moving. And yeah. we're going to try and keep things as consistent as possible. But apologies ahead of time if episodes are late and or don't show up. Coming to you live via satellite. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna try and like shift things around so we hopefully still get an episode every week, but we'll see because it's, it's always difficult because you know moving sucks. Thank mm. um, you. Yes, indeed. All right, but it's okay. We've got news. Uh, the Sony is introducing a new cheaper PSVR bundle, mm-hmm. um, which is not entirely fair i don't think i mean it is sort of cheaper they are basically taking the camera and including it with the psvr at 400 us dollars um which used to be the price of just the psvr without the camera yeah i don't know that that article is headline is quite the best choice of words but yeah yeah that's probably yeah. not the best way to put it uh, no. better value you still need a camera for some reason. Yeah, it's yeah. not actually cheaper, is it? It's just it includes the camera, which yeah, which you, you may or one. may not need. Yeah. yeah, like for instance, I don't need one, and so having it in there, I'd much rather just take the extra fifty dollars off or whatever. Yeah, right. Especially since there are now two varieties of camera on the market. So, mm-hmm. and given that you can buy them used. Um, yeah, but I don't know what the market is like in America, but in the UK, probably there are tons of people that bought a camera that before realizing that the PS4 really didn't make use of it other than VR. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, I'm sure that there's well, probably I mean, going to be a lot of people that don't need the camera. Yeah, and realistically, for the number of people that actually bought a PSVR, it's like I have to imagine they have numbers that show that there's going to be probably three times as many cameras out there as there are psvr i don't know headsets. that's quite a lot <laughs> right i mean I, I don't know the actual number but i have to imagine well i mean it kind of has to be bigger than that <laughs> so, there has to be well, at least one camera for each vr because otherwise everyone who yeah, bought right. vr wouldn't be able right. to use it right exactly so they, you know and i have to imagine there's a fair number because they even just at launch of the playstation it, like they sold out of cameras so yeah i feel like that was probably a limited supply yeah well that's true like um, the x uh, scorpios um indeed. definitely a limited supply yeah so anyways now the camera is included for 400 dollars. if you wanted to save the money well too bad <laughs> mm-hmm. i guess it increase it makes it look like a more valuable thing which they want to mm-hmm. keep selling it at 400 dollars rather than cut the price obviously so whatever it's their business that if that's how they want to do it well, I mean, just like the the baseline of it is that anyone who's looking to get into the VR game without anything going in um, is in much better position now, especially since the other bundle you can get with move controllers, which you'll need. 
Yes. Oh, sure. Uh, I totally forgot. So the VR World bundle was actually cut from five hundred dollars to four fifty, and comes with two move controllers, the headset, and obviously PSVR uh, worlds. And the camera. Did I mention the camera? Um, yeah. So that that bundle has actually been cut. So that's good. But Ace yeah. is our expert on uh, VR worlds. Worth it or not worth <laughs> it? Now that there are more other games to get with it, especially since in the Plus games this month you can get rigs, which is ah uh, spoilers. Yeah. I think <laughs> I specifically listed everything with the PSVR at the bottom. Come on, man! <laughs> By the time this goes out, the Plus games will have been out for half a week. So yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? I mean, I think it's it's a bit half-hearted. I think if they really wanted to kind of push push it a bit for this Christmas, then they probably should have reduced the price of the non-camera bundle. Um, yeah. If the, or if true. they were going to include if they were going to include something with it, they'd be better off chucking in the move controller between pack than the camera. Mm-hmm. Because Maybe. you obviously yeah. Um. But then I guess, you know, it needs the camera, doesn't it? So Yeah. But um it doesn't need the moves. It's and the moves like, were last gen as well. It's kind of hard to, to gauge because on the one hand it's like, oh well theoretically this makes it easier for, you know, the layperson looking at it on a shelf. Um mm. but at the same time if you know what you're doing and you don't need a camera or whatever your condition may be, maybe it's a little less favorable. So I think it's just gonna be largely a case by case basis for a lot of people. I wouldn't- I wonder how many complaints Sony got from parents or kids going, bought the PlayStation 4, bought the VR, and then we discovered we need the camera. (laughs) I I have no sympathy for those situations. Yeah, I know, right? But just just wait until they get the camera and then they realize they need the move controllers too. (laughs) For some (laughs) games. Anyways. Uh, And then, uh, so, we've got that, and then apparently Sony and Microsoft are still talking about cross-play. So that's kind of cool. Microsoft mm-hmm. sort of threw Sony under the bus again. About again. yeah, was they're still basically they're still working on it, and Microsoft is feeling you know like hey you know this could totally still work or whatever. And that's good for them. We'll see what happens. Sony's being I'm not stubborn. particularly missing it to be honest. Mm. Yeah, Sony's no. still worried about security or safety or something, aren't they? But I don't know. That'd be really excuse be... of the weakest. Be quite interesting, wouldn't it, to have things like you know Call of Duty and, and stuff like that, where it's now suddenly, you know, both the Xbox and the PlayStation communities chucked together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Some of them are, are quite uh, quite intense on their own, on the, just on their mm-hmm. own platform, but shoving two intense platform communities together. It yeah. could be. Um, could be, <laughs> the console uh, wars begin. Yeah, could be quite a lot of friction there. <laughs> yeah, it could. It's uh I think really the biggest thing of note is obviously that the talks continue, so that's good. Um yeah, it seems good. from from the wording it sounds like they're taking advantage of Minecraft for it. Um what is it? So uh Greenberg, the um 
Microsoft executive Greenberg says, uh, absolutely, yeah, we're still talking to Sony about crossplay. We do partner with them on uh, Minecraft, and of course, we would like to enable them to be part of that one community to unite gamers. So we're talking to them, and we're hopeful that they'll be supportive of it. So it looks like they're still trying to leverage Minecraft to get that to work, um, which is... I mean, it's not like it's really that much leverage. It's not like they're going to pull the game or something, you know. But they're they're using those talks, I guess. Yeah. To well, get their foot in the door. Yeah. Um, the we've got a new version of the DualShock Four coming. The uh, Crystal DualShock Four, which is based on the old uh, PlayStation One Crystal controllers. If you remember the, the semi like transparent controllers, you can kind of see inside of them. Um, so they're using those as a basis for a new set of uh, PlayStation 4 controllers that will be coming this October. Interesting. Yay. Quite a few people are excited for yeah. these sorts of things. Aren't they? I mean, crystal is a replacement word for transparent and or translucent. I'm not quite sure what the difference yeah. is. But, um, yeah, they get it's really excited about it. It's but yeah. And, and of course, the, 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 the uh, one of the... Uh, biggest asks straight after this is, "Ah, oh, where's the matching PlayStation 4 for it? But whenever yeah. I see anything like that, I, I'm kind of turned away from it. I just, I'm not too keen on seeing all the, the bits inside. It's one, I'm it's a bit, bit distracting. Yeah. I mean, you know, can you imagine crystal humans? That wouldn't be good, would it? You know, you're trying to talk to someone and you can just see, see their about? guts moving around and everything and heart yeah, beating. Well, and just, <laughs> I feel like that's an entirely different thing, but but yeah, I do kind of feel like when I'm when I look at these things, I do kind of look at them and go, man, it just seems so much more fragile, you know? So yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's I the same like it's all the time. It's oh, the yeah. same material, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's every bit as, Actually, as maybe not spiny, I'm sure. But... Mind you, it will answer one question. Would you, have you ever had those controllers where you sort of shake it and there's a little rattle and you're like, what the hell is that? If it's crystal, you'd be able to look in there and say, yeah, it's that little bit of plastic that's broken off and ro- rolling around in there. Or just, no, there's nothing in there. I can't see what it is. It's just obviously some component deep inside that's rattling. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. <laughs> so, so what about you, Prince? Are, are you interested at all? Because it doesn't sound like It's okay. Sense. It's kind of cool, but I have to. And um, I think... Perhaps some of the colours are cooler. But mm-hmm. it's one of those things. It's like taste. Um, you might want the retro. You might want the modern. You might want the gold. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's good blue, blue and red. Here we go. That's quite original again, isn't it? Take what would be good. Blue, red, and be if, As if Sony, unfortunately, Microsoft beat them to it. But if they did their own website customization, build your own controls. Yeah, I mean, that is thing. on the other hand. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't but... know that I would bother. But... No, you wouldn't. Neither would I. But really? Uh, oh, okay. I mean, I, the idea is nice, but I mean, at this point, the problem really is that I've already got four controllers. I don't need another one. Yeah, <laughs> four. Be able to... What? Wow. Yeah. That's hey, listen. Um, listen impressive. Okay. We, we, trophies. We needed, <laughs> we needed the extra controllers for Overcooked. Okay. So I suppose uh, that kind of just you should have just got Switch. You can do it with two pairs. Well, I've I've already bought Overcooked for Switch and got an extra set of Joy-Cons for that very reason. So, <laughs> half the price. Um, yeah. No, but I mean, seriously, with the number of controllers on PS4, I've had two and it's still too many. Um, I have four yeah. PS3 controllers, but it's now too many. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of like you don't really need more than one, maybe two PS4 controllers in the whole lifetime of the console. 
Yeah, so. unless you really do. And it's <laughs> rare to have overcooked style games where it's actually beneficial to have that many controllers. Yeah, local is multiplayer why. is behind us now. Right. I mean, unless you happen to have a Switch. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, so, exactly. Which is a valid point. But again, I'm in the same boat. It's not worth it for me to get another controller. And maybe if I was getting, you know, a second or third controller right now, maybe I'd get mm-hmm. the Crystal one. But I don't know. I think it's more, I think it's something that's maybe even more appealing to kids. Like, kids always love that kind of stuff. Or at least <laughs> well, did. kids when... won't remember the 90s, so it's a bit oh, yeah. of a... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't then... fancy color scheme of like i don't know persona 5 or sonic or any of those sorts of things and then or... we're talking about skins and decals no, i'm talking more about the crystal semi-transparent thing yeah yeah well like i said different color schemes and you can change the color of the sticks and stuff and that i mean yeah, yeah well, i like special editions that's probably yeah. the world the only thing where i'd say it's worth it yeah yeah I, but I, design I... your own special edition basically isn't it? they'd never let you yeah <laughs> I, it'd it just be, be like nice. a block of blue, a block oh, of yeah. red, and that's it, the customization. So. <laughs> um, that's what the Xbox one is. It's just like you can put green it's, here. Oh, it's, cool. It's gotten um, better. It's gotten better. There's a lot more options on there now. Yeah. Didn't I, didn't I send you some pictures of some ones I did? Up yeah, that was just yeah. blocks of colour in different places. That's it. Oh, you're so hard to please. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I like the special edition ones, um, but these aren't they. I mean, I'm all for options. At the end of the day, any more options, I'm game. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, it's not for me, but it works. Um, It'd be nice if they, made, if they could improve them, make them a bit cheaper. Seriously, like I know, 50 right? pounds or 50 bucks. Yeah. The strange. one redeeming, um, or the one bonus element of these crystal controllers is that they have the new light bar feature. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's if you have one of the old style and you're looking, you thought the light bar on its own wasn't reason enough to upgrade. You know, you might think two things here: the new color and the new style. Do you really need it to shine through on the front to remind no, yourself what color I, it was? I was just no. Let's not have a discussion <laughs> about that. I was just saying. <laughs> In in other um, I guess cool things, uh, GTA, Onli- <laughs> GTA Online is bringing Smuggler's Run, which is sort of a mini PUBG um, that you'll be able to play on your PlayStation Four. Um, so for those that don't know what PUBG is, it's the uh. super hyper crazy popular thing that's happening on PC right now. It's uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, um, and it's uh, essentially a hundred-person battle royale where everybody gets dropped into this map. Sometimes on teams, sometimes individually, and they duke it out until only one person is still living. And uh, it's still in early access. And uh, I think I just saw a tweet today that it passed ten million units. So yeah, it is very, very popular. It's uh, considering it's only on race. on PC too. At that. Um, so anyways, I know, I know that this is like a big deal. This is this, uh, player on loans battlegrounds is a big thing, but I, I I know that probably millions of people, literally millions of people pronounce it this way, but I really hate PUBG because it logically is not PUBG. It's player unknown battlegrounds. So it's bug. So if you want anything, it's like, I don't know, poo bag. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Because if it was pub B, if it was pub G, it would have to be player on those bats, Browns. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not where the space is. Yeah, 
So I thought just, it was just pub, player unknown battlegrounds. Why didn't they just go with pub? Yeah, they could. That, that I would forget. Right. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that, but then uh, people would be like, very pub. Yeah. But that's what I would do too. If it was up to me, I would leave the G silent. That seems like the only reasonable way to pronounce that. But, just, yeah. yeah. Anyways, all of, all of <laughs> anyway. that is aside from the fact that um, GTA, GTA Online, the game a, that millions of people still buy yes. for some reason. Uh, it's one of the few games in the world more popular than PUBG. Um, so it's uh, they've released a new free mode in GTA Online called Smuggler's Run. Same idea. People get dropped out of planes and they duke it out. And last team standing, I think. I don't know if they've got like a 16-person free-for-all, but I think it's uh, 4v4. So you're not going to get quite the same scale as uh, PUBG, which is 100 players. This is only like 16 players. Mm-hmm. So, but it's nice to note that you know people are already getting on that bandwagon and if you're interested in getting your hands on it since you know at some point it theoretically might come to ps4 but really we only know that it's coming to xbox one if you want some taste of that then gta online should have that do you remember when the time when a lot of games were aping the um horde mode yes um so i hope that this isn't the next of that um oh boy I yeah, think I think we're already beyond that point. I think this is going to be that for the next couple of years. Games move faster than they used to, so maybe only last like three or four years. Whereas the horde mode thing is still going, sort of to some degree. But well, I would say that if it, it's fallen has passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it if it's an add on for Destiny two, then yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> then you know. All right, and then or Horizon Zero Dawn bring it out. <laughs> no, actually, I don't think Destiny Two has the netcode for it. So yeah, not really. Set that's up not going to happen. Yeah. Although they could do like GTA and just make it a small one and pretend. But anyway. well, I mean, it, they, but then again, they, if if you do that, really, they've already been doing that for quite a while. Halo Two was capable of doing elimination. You know, sixteen player matches. All right, and then uh, mm. finally, we got one last thing. Uh, the in Shadow of so the the was it Middle Earth Shadow of War is uh, releasing a DLC character to memorialize uh, one of the developers that worked on the previous game uh, who died of cancer at forty three. Um, it's an interesting thing. Uh, I, I don't know that we normally cover it, but there's a lot going on here. Uh, so. It the download would add Forthog the Orc Slayer to the game um, for five dollars, and basically, if you're in trouble, this person will come out of nowhere and you know save your life and kill an orc or what have you, and then basically disappear. Um, so, but for five dollars of the five dollars, uh, they're saying that three fifty is going to go to the family uh, of each one sold in most of the United States. Uh, it's a very weird, hairy thing. Um, and I'm not even entirely sure how exactly it works. So use caution. It seems like they're doing their best, but the law and especially the way that the states are islands in themselves it isn't helping. So Yeah, it, I mean, it seems like they're not, they're, they're trying to do the best thing they can. Uh, but some the wording on stuff is a little bit unclear and all sorts of things. Like, for instance, the, the fine print said that, you know, this applies to purchases in any of any one of the 50 states. 
And then immediately after that, in brackets, it says, excluding Alabama, Hawaii, Illinois, Massachusetts, Mississippi, and South Carolina. And so I'm not entirely sure how it can be all of the 50 states and and D.C., but exclude six of the 50 states. Um, But that might just be a matter of maybe not all 350 will be going to the family because some kind of reasons or, I don't know, tax reasons. they they did Warner Brothers did clarify that Monolith Productions, who is developing it, and Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment uh, will not be profiting on this DLC, regardless of which territory the DLC is sold in. So again, so what happens to that one pound? Well, so those in that area. Then. So so assume. Presumably, oh, is that, uh, I suppose that's goes to, for PlayStation. Or... Exactly. Presumably that, that goes to the platform holder. So that's like, mm. the, you know, what is it? 30% fee, right? So, mm. yeah, that's probably the 30% that Sony or Xbox would end up taking. Um, and so, again, like I said, regardless of the territory in which that DLC is sold, it sounds like they will be getting some amount of money and it's just not consistent. So, but obviously use caution because, you know, you know, if, oh, no. Hang on. if your intention is, you know, to get this to support whoever, make sure that, you yeah. know, your money is going where you intend for it to go and is not going someplace else. Mm. Were you going to say something? I was just wondering where that three pound, uh, $3.50 goes then. Is it to the... Like some state holder or tax, it's or is it uh, the three fifty? Yeah. So there's there are some states that says that it isn't a valid donation or something. So I wonder where yeah. that three fifty went. I have no idea. Um, like I said, it's it's really kind of clouded in a bit of mystery. As much as they try and clarify things, they're doing kind of a really terrible job of it. So. So far, we we still don't have an entirely clear picture of what's going on. So you may want to hold off on getting this because uh, theoretically you can get it right now. Uh, that it's it's already. Oh, hang on, don't don't encourage people to hold off from a charitable donation. It's just well, it's, it's, they're, they're going to do their accounting in their way, and that's really all there is to uh, it. Just, you can just buy it for a charitable cause, and that's really all there is. Yeah. The alternative, mm. if you are interested, is you can go to the family's, uh, what was it, uh, Something Cares, I can't find the link for some reason. They do have a page, and you can obviously give the money to them directly as well. Uh, but yeah, so with that out of the way, we are going to move on to the topic of the week, uh, which is a much more lighthearted, even though it's going to be talking about something that's a little bit frustrating sometimes. Uh, so our topic of the week actually comes from a comment on our last episode. Uh, so Plinkett actually threw a couple of good ideas at us. This one is uh, he's not particularly fan, uh, particularly a fan of multiple playthroughs. Uh, we called it a personal pet hate, which I think uh, yeah, I, is quite strong. I kind of like it. Yeah. So he says, why is your game so bad that I must play it so many times just to get a trophy? Lots of games from Indies to triple A's adopt this. Why not produce a game that is either replayable after the storyline, i.e. open world collectibles and missions or closed off like telltale games, leaving you with a unique and one-off experience. Uh, and then that did not 
give another option. Um, Wheels of Aurelia come to mind. Uh, 16 plus playthroughs. What the fuck? It's seriously not that good to play over 16 times. So, times. Hmm. Yeah, that's intense. That sounds like a bad and, one. <laughs> uh, also, uh, of particular note is um, I think the Telltale. Sorry, not Telltale. Um, the Tales series uh, has been particularly bad at this as well. Like it's like play the game, you know, for the sixth time, and it's like it's a hundred hour game, and you want me to play it six times? <laughs> like, <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh, that's evil. Yeah. Uh, um. They, sometimes it can be quite extreme though usually there's some kind of like way around it like you can play it on super hard extreme killer major difficulty or whatever <sighs> but it's like the idea is that you go through that on like a new game plus anyways so it's like i don't even know if it's actually doable i haven't gotten really any of those because it's just kind of so absurd but yeah i mean mm. there are a fair where do we begin <laughs> first of all jrpgs when they do this to you and it's not even a new game plus and they just expect you to start over on a new difficulty, mm-hmm. screw that. That needs to stop. Yeah. yeah, I hate it when there's like multiple difficulties but they don't stack. Yeah. Yeah, that also is awful. Like that's like a PS3 generation mistake. Yeah, thankfully. It needs to stop. Thankfully, that's a little bit better. But, um, or, or, you know, some games that like, um, Uncharted used to do like crushing wouldn't be available immediately, and so mm-hmm. you had to play through once and then unlock crushing. Oh, yeah. But even though you were starting from the beginning with nothing, you couldn't jump straight into crushing, even if you were, you know, a, an Uncharted vet, you know? It's like, come on, seriously? <laughs> okay, let's, let's dig into that for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you had the option, so with Uncharted, there's four difficulties primarily. I think there's an easier one now available, but um, easy, normal, hard, and crush, or maybe other names, but the crushing is the like extra hard. Um, and crushing is the one that you have to unlock by completing any of the other three difficulties, if I remember right. Yes. Um, so if you had the option, would you go straight in for crushing in that particular series? Um, probably, especially in Uncharted. Like, I don't feel like crushing is nearly as extreme as some other high-end uh, difficulties. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I probably would have, and I don't know if I... Okay, so in terms of the experience, especially considering the narrative element on that game, or that series, do you think it would um, slightly spoil your experience? Because bearing in mind, it would there would be some frustrations. You wouldn't know the level layout, and uh, you might get stuck in um, yeah. a bad situation. Or do you think it would enhance your experience? Um, that it would give you, like, make you work for the story more, right? Um, and things like well, that. So, I, I am going to do blasphemy here and point out that Halo has had, you know, you can play through Legendary from the get go um, in those mm-hmm. games, but Bungie usually recommends that you play on Heroic. Like, that's the primarily like that's how they made the game was to play at a good pace at Heroic if you know what you're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people are just, you know, have played you know, hundreds of hours of Halo. And it's like, well, they might have a similar experience playing through on Legendary, especially if they're playing with friends or something. So mm-hmm. to me, it's not so much a, um, you know, how the game is intended to be played as it is. I mean, it's it's difficulty. Like, if, if you're capable, if you, if you think you're capable of dealing with it, then why not give people that option? Even if you have to, like, pop up and be like, hey, we really recommend that you play on a lower difficulty first before tackling this or, or something. Give the player mm-hmm. the, the option, you know? 
Okay, so let's um, not linger on the difficulty too much. I was just um, probing that, because obviously, with regards to the new game, it potentially eliminates um, you ever having to play an Uncharted game more than once. Yes. Um, uh, Collectibles aside, Mm -hmm. just like theoretically. Um, So do you think you would be better off if you only played Uncharted once each? Because personally, I've played... So here's my contrast. Mm-hmm. I played it on easy. Then I played it on, um, I think I played it once for the story, once for the collectibles and once on crushing because I didn't want to be distracted by collectibles. I may have played it more than that just for fun. Actually, Uncharted 4 had a terrible thing about um, getting it with a certain accuracy and so on. But um, generally speaking, I played all of them at least three times i think maybe at least twice yeah and i don't regret it for a second because those games are brilliant and i loved going back through and the way that you can approach the combat changes when you play in crushing compared to when you play in easy um so for me i think new game in those games works very well even though nothing carries over do you think you'd be better off with the one um i don't again i think that comes down to a player choice thing like uh Mm -hmm. I don't know that I need to play more than once. I am a when I play most games, especially with collectibles, I am one of those very thorough people. I'm the one that you know gets to an intersection and intentionally goes the wrong way, you know. So yeah, uh, but you're bound to miss, especially in modern games. Certainly, obscure. But uh, you know, it's one of those like I, I don't know if you go through the story and you feel like you got a complete story, I don't know that you need to go back for that stuff. You can obviously do that if you want to, but I don't know that you necessarily need to be forced to go back. You know? Okay. I mean, obviously the, the uh, your trophies being optional aside. <laughs> mm. So, no, I mean, the context of this is that he doesn't like it. I uh, like being forced for the trophies, and obviously we are uh, very much interested in trophies <laughs> here. Um, so, do you think? I suppose for the Uncharted um, situation, if they made it so either crushing was unlocked or hard was the highest trophy required, then you could do it in one, and everything else you're just doing for fun, and it's not required by the trophies. Would that be better? I I, I think providing as many options and. So I guess it depends on whether or not you enjoy specifically playing through again just for the trophy. Like I feel like that's mm. really what it boils down to. For instance, like yeah. um, Horizon had an update that added new game plus and specifically added two trophies that required you to play through the game again. See, that's an offender. I see. Maybe like, but I feel like your your reasons, if I remember correctly, your reason for being offended was that it messed up the ratio of the game, right? Like it, it's it added um, trophies, so the game was no longer complete. Kind of. Yeah. Well, I guess it's because you've already given it, you've already done it on the hardest difficulty, and you've already sort of put everything into it, and then you it's closed it, the book is closed and then they come back and open up again and say you have to do another difficulty yeah it's like well but i mean mm. sort of <laughs> i just got it's, home. it's a it's a complicated thing because obviously i already had the platinum so i didn't need to do them for any reason i had the platinum and that did not disappear suddenly um 
but I still went back and played through it again. And really, at the end of the day, I kind of wanted to see what was going on, but I also wanted, again, to sort of fix that problem that there were two trophies for that game that I really, really liked that I didn't have. And what did I get out of exactly. what I ended up getting out of playing through it again was really nothing. Like I, I, it was a little bit more difficult towards the end, but mostly I didn't feel like I had that great of a time. That if, if there were no trophies, I would not have played it again. You know. Hmm. So see, that's the thing. They've kind of they haven't forced you, obviously, but they have coerced you into doing it. Something that you didn't really enjoy even after doing it, and something that you wouldn't have enjoyed if it wasn't. Um, trophy tied. Yeah, yeah, and I would say I doubt many people are going to be really thrilled at having a new difficulty for a game. They'd much rather probably have new story, new content with new trophies. So right. Certainly, that's how I would uh, mean from that. I mean, and my my personal view on it is um, the way I tackle. I mean, I'm not the Uncharted games, but same sort of general uh, style of game would um, be. I try to start off with. Probably like normal, so not easy, but um, probably not the highest difficulty that you can start at. And I would, yeah, in, enjoy the story, get all that. Um, as I went, I would try and get all the collectibles and things in in that run. And then when I'm done, if if I think I can uh, cope with it, I'll uh, I'll try and do the the more taxing difficulty. I guess it depends if at the end of that playthrough, if there is a new game plus or there are infinite ammo unlocked or anything like that then it kind of spurs me on to ah yes i can do yeah. this now Actually, um, or like whether it, or whether there's nothing and i just think oh dude god how you know what's <laughs> if i play the first level and it's like it's blisteringly hard and frustrating there just go ah, i'm back on the back pile for that one until i read up on any uh <laughs> any advice on how to get past those bits or whether i just have a a long day to struggle to get through two levels <laughs> yeah well, you know i think that's definitely part of it too is like sometimes you know a game will incentivize you to play again for other reasons a, l- a large part of the reason why people like new game plus is it's almost like playing again with cheat codes like you're just kind of like blowing through stuff not in all games but in some games and i find that i like that but even then like i don't necessarily always play all the way through that playthrough i just pop in and like breeze through the beginning again and just kind of, you know, cackle loudly as I do it. Um, mm. Yeah. Do you remember when, when games were fun, yeah. enjoy them. And now it's sort of, no, no games had to be hard <laughs> and trophies have to prove that you've done these really hard <laughs> games or you've, you've put in a small amount of your life into this game. What on earth happened what did, to what gaming to be to that? <laughs> Just, yeah, Don't I, I blame the next generation. Far too competitive lot, that's what they are. <laughs> Can't tell if you're being... I, I, don't know. I know, right? Um, so, <laughs> Tongue-in-cheek. Obviously, so the other interesting thing is, obviously, to me, you've got your sort of near games, which actually add something when you play through them uh, a second time. So you have yes. those, or even um, something like uh, Final Fantasy X, when you played through the second time, if you'd done all your homework, you could understand the other language in the game, and so it provided context for what was going on a little bit more. Or yeah, I think that's more of a treat than a real reason for a new game. Oh, yeah. That one definitely is. I think near is especially the near automata, which you know it's not really another new game plus. It's literally like a separate game mm. that happens to be layered over the first one. 
Mm. Yeah, that's that's a interesting one because I think with that one, from what I know, um, it's not so much a genuine new game so much as it is like a, a story device of um, of moving on to the next section of the over, the the huge yeah, story. I mean, realistically, it's like it, the endings are not entirely the end. I mean, it is it does reach a an yeah. end point, but it's more like if you took say Lord of the Rings and from the point where the party split, you followed one yeah. party all the way to the end, and then went back and followed the other party all the way to the end, and that's kind of more yeah what Near Automata did. And that way, you really get the story, not not like a a retelling of the story so much as the other parts yeah. of the story. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, bit like uh, what, bit like different options, different branches. So it's kind of the same. Think of a timeline of a game, and there's like different options. You start with A, and you can either go to B or C, and then you do either you know D or E. And you go back and you can go back and do the option, the different ones. Or like, I suppose like Infamous games where you could either play it and be really bad and do all well, that, or you can be really good. No, right, that's maybe not a very good one, is it? Well, um, I, mean, I guess more um, like the Life is Strange or no. games are pretty good about that. Um, yeah, I was thinking um, of that. Virtue's um, Last Reward and all nine, nine, nine. Yeah, um, because mm. basically once you get to any ending it opens up a journal that you can flip through and it's got literally mm-hmm. all of the different branches and all of the different splits and as you go through like the first time you go to the end and then you can se- select a point just before a branch and then play through the the separate branch and then you can go to a different mm. branch entirely if you've unlocked it and go through that and it, it allows you to flow in between all these different things uh, all these different branching story paths, and they all influence each other too, which gets really wacky. But again, that that is, I feel, a lot more like near Automata, except just much more complex and well done, allowing you to through exactly. I think Nier has kind of shot itself in the foot with the Western audience by calling it an ending because a lot of people, I mean, as we know statistically, a lot of games don't get to the ending in oh. any game, um, but. The fact that there's an ending there, it's just like a get out of jail free cut. Like people will get to that ending and they'll say, Well, that was crap special. and I'm stopping well, and I'm sending a, a special license. I mean all so, the interesting stuff happens in like the second and third stories. <laughs> well exactly. That's why they've hurt themselves. If they'd called that like not the prologue, but chapter one or the like book one or whatever they want to call it, then people will be intrigued to see what's in the next yeah. book and it's in the same disc, so you've got no reason not to play it, unless you think it's a new game and you hate yeah. new games, which is causing a problem. Um, so I've got I've got an interesting one. I've got two more points, actually. I've got an interesting one. Resident Evil 6, which was kind of hit and miss. Some people liked it, some people didn't. That one had, like, four campaigns in it, which was... It's, it's the same yeah. story, but you're playing it, obviously, from the, the different much, groups of much characters. Much like the original Resident yes. Evil games had different campaigns yeah um so would you count that as multiple playthroughs or because they're no, yeah. separate it, campaigns then it's just like actually no it's just a lot of content yeah it's it's, of, i think that's more campaigns. a lot of content and it's like playing through even i mean for a point of reference i i would probably use resident evil 2 as the prime example of that which is like you can play mm-hmm. one story or you can play the other story, or you can play the first story all the way to the end, and then play the, uh, I don't know, uh, 
partner story as it were and it's slightly different and like yeah. so i to me that's a lot of different content and whether or not that's actually worth it that's that's up to you but i i think in a lot of cases that justifies an additional playthrough whereas for instance like when you're talking about the tales games or um any of that ilk it's like well you really are just playing the the same game you could do different things within it but you're playing the same game whereas realistically those resident evil games even though it's set in the same space you're doing different things different orders different puzzles uh facing different challenges you know sometimes there's a little bit of crossover oh, yeah. though isn't there like yeah in and, six. but even then like those points of crossover <laughs> are the probably primary point of interest you know, like you want to see those points of crossover so you, you have more context for the story. You're you're being told a separate yeah. but parallel story. You know. So I, I think yeah. that's the main thing. Okay. I think that's uh I think Resident Evil is a good example because the way that Resi Six did it does harken back to Resi Two, um and the way that that was essentially two halves of the same game. Um but people would be happy to stop after the first in, half. In contrast um, to with Resi Dead. Well, with Resi 6, it's it's even more interesting because with Resi 6, they pitch you three simultaneously. They say you've got uh, Chris, you've got Leon, um, Leon. Leon and you've got Jake. Um, and you can choose any one of them um, and then go from there and then play the other ones yep. next. Um, but Resi 6, uh, it's probably not a spoiler at this point because they did patch it to make it available from the beginning uh, resi 6 has a fourth story um and as i said initially it was unlocked only by finishing um i can't remember if it was one or three of the other stories but you only unlock it after you've some context in the world um then they patched it to make it available from the beginning um and the idea there is that once you've seen how this sort of what's going on here by any of the other stories you can understand what's happening in the sort of Back, not backstory, the sort of hidden story. Yeah. But this is all coexisting. All four of the so- stories are coexisting. Um, um, and even though sequentially you have to finish a story to get a new story, that's not really a new story um, or new game mode because um, they're all parts of, they're four quarters of the same whole, and you have to play all four to really yeah. get the story. So I would say kind of that when that first came out, that um, the your, all those three main campaigns are all co-op. You've got so the main characters, and then you've got um, secondary characters that is either AI or co-op um, second person. So um, uh, it's like Sherry and um, Jake. Uh, uh, and Jake and Jake, uh, yeah. Leon, and I can't remember her name, and then. Oh, but we know. Yeah, we get that. <laughs> but that the one you're talking about, the one you unlock once you've gotten into yes. the context of the story, originally was a, only a single character. Yes, is this, um, is this about you... New Game Plus? <laughs> no, yeah, I was just going to say, I okay. think that one, because you said that one, they, they patched it in later. I think that's probably yeah. when they also patched in a sort of stand-in that's... secondary character to be yeah, for the co-op. Yeah, there was a known so co-op. Yeah, they probably didn't feel it was... Now, now they probably turned into yeah. It's now a fully fledged fourth campaign, whereas before it was kind of like a semi bonusy thing. Oh, I I don't um, agree. I think it was a, a key pillar. Um, but my my main point was that um, it's not something that you play after finishing the story. It is yeah, part of the it's, story. It's four parts okay. of a whole rather than a repeat. Mm. Yeah. Well, that is um, true, yeah. So yeah. 
Because the, the issue is here. I, I mean, to me, it's. I, I don't want to take a side against Blinkit, but in the interest of uh, discussing it, um, I think the part of the issue is a mental issue of. Um, uh, sorry, that's really poor choice of words, but it's sort <laughs> of this barrier um, that because developers put in this kind of end game, this kind of credits uh, line where you think you're done, um, you can kind of. It can devalue things that come after that. So you've got with Arkham Knight is a key example. You finish Arkham Knight, the basic mm-hmm. ending, and then you have a huge slug yeah. um, of collecting all of the hundreds of collectibles before you get the real ending. And I don't agree. And that's obviously a bad design. Um, mm-hmm. But um, you don't really get the full ending of Arkham Knight mm-hmm. until you do that. Um, so th- if you stop at the first credits you don't really get yeah. the full game. Um, I think that's a bit of a problem um, from a design perspective. It's, I, I do think that the blame rests solely at the feet of oh, the yeah. uh, developers. Um, but mm. it's, if you stop when you think the story ends, you could be missing out. There's a few like that, isn't there? So like the Assassin's Creed ones as well. If you, um, if you want to get 100% sync, you've mm-hmm. got to do the level with their restriction. Whereas mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of those games, the whole fun is having your yeah. way of doing it and how you'd approach it. Would you be stealthy? Yeah. You'd just sort of run up and start <laughs> stabbing everyone and doing multiple kills and things. So um, it's a bit annoying when they have a, a, you know, you've got to do it this way. So you either play through the game the whole way through with their rule, as it were, mm-hmm. and you've done it, or you play through it how you like to do, and then, yeah, you have to go back and you have to play it the way they've instructed you to do. And again, that's... That's not great, is it? A lot of people sort of uh, get a bit upset at that kind of mechanic. Yeah. Um, so per- perhaps I can bit. sum mm. it up in saying that I think we don't have anything against additional playthroughs. I think what we want is to actually get something out of playing through multiple times. And you usually have a bad trophy when you don't actually get anything out of playing again. You're just doing it for the trophy. Yeah. That sound like a yeah. That's yeah. bad. So that that sound pretty pretty accurate. I mean, yeah. Because mm. I mean, once you play through it once, you right. know the story. Unless they're going to put in alternative endings or anything like that, then there's no payoff for doing it yeah. again. And you've mm. seen it all before. It's just like like watching the same film again or program mm. again, isn't it? Well, that's um, the thing. I think um, a couple others that I want to, you mentioned Infamous earlier, and I think that is. Um, forgive the pun, an infamous example um, of when good and bad sides can be done well or badly, depending on um, the person's opinion. I think, personally, that the infamous series does it fantastically, and I always recommend that you play a good and a a bad playthrough of infamous games. Um, But you start, the key thing is, you start whichever one you're inclined to. So if you're a slightly more, um, shall we say, dark person... Then you will go for the evil playthrough, and you would enjoy it. Um, but if you're more of a like a naive heroic kind of person like me, then you'll go for the good playthrough. And when you come to the dark playthrough, you sort of you've you've already walked the light path, so now you can enjoy sort of like letting the shackles off, and you do get a completely different gameplay experience. They give you different powers, and the story changes. Um, and with Infamous Two and Infamous Second Son. 
the evil endings are still my favorite yeah. endings. Um, <laughs> they are fantastic endings, in my opinion. You get your, your um, yeah. what if campaign, so that's good. You know, your, yeah. your main campaign, and your what if. Yeah. Um, all right. Exactly. So I do think that that is a good use of new game. Uh, you don't get anything carried over, but I guess um, um, it's a bit like it's a bit like DLC and microtransactions, <laughs> isn't it? it some are good, some are bad. <laughs> Okay. It's down to the developers. Yeah. That does make sense. Sorry, can I? Uh, can I? One more. Persona Five and oh. related. Um, it forces you with trophies. It forces you to do a new game, and you don't really get more story, but you do get more gameplay. Um, you get to experience things in a different way because now your confidants are hopefully maxed, so you can spend your time in different ways and. Um, no, sorry, not your confidence are maxed, but your skills are maxed, so you can spend more time with the confidants, which means you get more side story rather than main story, and that is new story, because you wouldn't have been able to spend enough time with them in the first playthrough, so you do get it's got, um, you do get something yeah. more from the I, do, I do enjoy games where you when you do the second playthrough, you've got like full skills yeah. or superpowers, or mm-hmm. infinite ammo, to, and anything that just makes it right you yeah. slog through all that now is the real fun. You just get to yeah. go, go and enjoy it and just blast everything like you're know, omnipotent, you know, and uh, the enemies just haven't got a chance. <laughs> That's just great. That's just that great. Is just... Especially when it's the kind of game where that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And you get to that bit that was driving you mad before and you go, yeah, suck out, take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're done in like two minutes for it. That took you there yeah, like hours before mm. and you're just like, <laughs> That's that's always good. Yeah. All right, so that's that's what we think about multiple playthroughs. Make sure that you let us know what you think about multiple playthroughs. If they're always bad or etc. If, if you if you think I'm still yeah, wrong, let, let, let know. him know that he's wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> we do it all the time. <laughs> I'll deal with you later. Right, it's time for uh, PS Plus games for September fifth. Uh, so these will be coming out uh, today. So you probably already have access to these wherever you happen to be. Uh, it's kind of a complicated list, so hang in there. Uh, for the PlayStation 4, we have, for everybody, Infamous Second Son. Yep. Oh, which, which has, talking about that. <laughs> uh, one platinum, 48 trophies, in a 1.25 ratio. We gave it uh, Game of the Year in 2014. So, good game. A little bit older, maybe, but it's definitely a fantastic game. Well, no, the thing about that is, even though it's 2014, it has got a PS4 yep. Pro upgrade, so if you have a PS4 Pro, And it was not a very old. pretty looking <laughs> game to begin with, so... It is very good. It still looks yep, better than definitely. most new games. Uh, the the other game that everybody's definitely getting good. for PS4 is That's You, but that expires on October 23rd, so you've got, like, what, a month and a half left for that? Um... And that's got a platinum 28 trophies and a 2.66 ratio. That's a party style game, and I think it involves using your phone to play um, rather than using a controller. Yeah, it's, it's link, one of yeah. those. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so for the Americas, we are getting Strike Vector EX, which is a platinum 41 trophies and a 2.27 ratio. And then you guys over there will be getting Child nice. of Light. Which it unfortunately doesn't have a platinum, twenty trophies and a one point two seven ratio. Uh, my no oh, platinum. I can hear, I can but, hear the moans yeah. from the gallery now. Well, no platinum, but some I, might say I, the better game. That would be my opinion, but I've not actually played Strike Factory yet. But it depends on your yeah, genre preferences, but, uh, really. It's certainly not mm. a bad game by any stretch. So, uh, for PS3, we have Handball sixteen. 
with one platinum, 26 trophies, and 2.39 ratio. And how? How does that <laughs> And then Truck Racer. For, it's a one platinum, 51 trophies, and a 1.24 ratio. Yeah, Child of Light is just getting laughed out of the room by yeah. these games. <laughs> um, and then for Vita, you have Hotful Boyfriend, which is the pigeon dating simulator. Um, it's got... Sorry, what was that? Hateful Boyfriend? Hotful. No. Hotful Boyfriend. Hot- oh, right. Boyfriend. Okay. I, I yeah. If, if that part confuses you, the actual content, yeah, you're just going to be lost. I've heard good things about it, and I'm... This is one of the weirdest Yeah, I'm probably going to end up trying it just for the sake of it, because it's such a bizarre concept. It's... That's what a lot of people did. What I understand, a lot of people ended up liking it, so... Uh, yeah. Exactly. That. Uh, and then, so that's crossed by with PS4. Uh, it's got no platinum, 17 trophies, and a 1.18 ratio. And We Are Doomed, which is also crossed by with PS4, no platinum, 12 trophies, and a 2.58 ratio. And unfortunately, as was spoiled earlier, we've got Riggs Mechanized Combat League ah, coming to PSVR until November 7th. So you have about two months with that one. But we've finally got our first VR game on PS Plus. Uh, it's one platinum, 33 trophies. Yeah. And a 4.65 ratio, probably because they are all multiplayer-based. I don't know if there is a single-player component to it. So That is a pretty high ratio. That's a pretty high ratio, yeah. yeah. I think that will keep me at bay. You've got to be champion in League yeah, One, I know, right? whatever that is. Oh, I'm not by 11 gamers, yeah. okay? <laughs> okay? That's not, not encouraging. Well, still, there's a, a few trophies in there to get even uh, longer way if you're into that. Um, and as always, if um, even if you don't have a PSVR, you probably want to just pick up all the Plus games. They're free if you have Plus. Um, so just pick them up and then they'll be in your account for later if you do somehow get a VR or borrow one or whatever. Play at a friend's house, maybe. Um, the other thing is Infamous Second Son, from a trophies perspective, yes. it's a good list, uh, Platinum as mentioned, um, and it's quite easy to complete. So uh, you don't have to, it, some of these games, obviously we've mentioned, if you're a completionist, you probably, they're not for you, but Infamous Second Son is not one of those, it's very, um, not very easy, but it's pretty easy to complete, and um, you can yeah, just enjoy it. it's an enjoyable it. and reasonable trophy list. So I would definitely recommend picking mm. that up and playing that. Yeah, I mean, fifty percent of people almost have complete. Uh, almost fifty percent of people that's have completed it, so yeah. it's not that's, impossible. That's pretty, unlike that's that pretty one. high. That is pretty yeah, high. that's pretty high compared to <laughs> to Riggs. For, for a very popular yeah. game, that's very high. Yeah, I might I might scoot around Riggs. All right, so those are your. <laughs> well, that's those, the hundred PS Plus games for September. Make sure you go out and get those and enjoy them and uh, populate our uh, trophy list. It's time for popular trophies. Hey. Um, it's all changed this week. Uh, we've cleaned out the chart completely. Um, it's also a bit on the small side. We've only got three entries. Um, uh, the keen of you might notice that uh, we've also skipped out a week. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, we, sorry we about that. We made a point to like, <laughs> go and record it, and then we forgot to ace. No, no, we didn't. Uh, we just had a, a bit of a, a space yes, management yes, issue. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, we, we, yeah. We had a space issue and then we forgot to have the have the sheet that day and write it down. But never mind. <laughs> on uh, 
On September 5th, uh, 2017, the 50 most popular trophies on truetrophies.com were... Um, actually, sorry, uh, bump from the list. We have to say goodbye to uh, Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry, Just Cause 3, Agents of Mayhem, Undertale, and Sonic Mania. He's right. shot off. Yeah. And then um, it probably wasn't surprising, really. A lot of those trophies are quite yeah. specific, aren't they? Whereas um, I have... <laughs> Need to get back to that and, and start unlocking some of those. Um, but the, yeah, but the chart this week. Um, I'll just try and drag it out because it's very short. Um, at number three at the bottom, we've got a new entry: "Life is Strange Before the Storm" at spot thirteen. Recreational vandalism sounds very much uh, like a "Life is Strange" yeah, right. trophy title. That one. <laughs> Four hundred sixty-three yeah, wins. Uh, and 10 other trophies in the chart. So, good solid showing mm-hmm. entry there. expect that one um, might, might stick around for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new entry. It's obviously the prequel, yeah. isn't it, for uh, Life yeah. is Strange? The standalone prequel. Yeah, it's interesting to see yeah. it. Um, Multiple episodes to come. So. Yeah, yeah, it's again, interesting yeah. to see an episodic game at the bottom of the list. Though, I mean, it's obviously not a Telltale game, so they're trophy system is going to be different anyways but uh it's just interesting to see one of those types of games at the bottom of the list usually they do very well well it's not yeah very big list. well i mean um 11, number 11 trophies two, on there is nothing to sneeze at so no yeah this is it's pretty good number two the mm-hmm. hog of the chart i would say is uncharted the lost legacy it's at spot three Trophy Legacy Found, 590 wins and 28 other trophies in the I top I think we 15. know what people have been playing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they're finding Can't all these legacies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very popular. I'm sure uh, that should be around for at least uh, another week or two. Although, I don't know if they're unlocking it really quickly. It might come yeah, and go it's a, quite quick. It's a dense game. I think you're going to have a lot of people at various stages throughout the game for quite a while. Mm. Um, at number one, not surprising, it's a PS Plus free game. Everybody's Golf mm-hmm. at spot one. I don't Welcome to that's Golf PS Island. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a new game. game. Oh, that's a new game. Yeah, Sorry, say, it's, it's retailing for like 40 bucks or something, I think, right? Yeah, <laughs> is it right? Sorry, I thought that was. I thought that That's was okay. the last, we, we last one. Never mind. We, we straightened Don't it scratch out. that. We're on, we're on the up and up here. New entry. <laughs> uh, surprising golf is that popular? Uh, I was just going to well, say. Um, the thing is that it's it sounds like a, something coming out of left field for us, but it's actually um, quite a good one and quite a popular one. It's got a solid eighty on Open Critic. Um, mm. Also, so. Also, the character creator is supposedly fantastic. Should you should check out some of oh. the characters people are making? Uh, there was definitely a, um, they were making like the androids from Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. So it's uh, pretty versatile. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Um, <laughs> welcome to Golf Island. Uh, Six hundred seventy-six wins, um, plus nine other trophies in the top chart. So um, pretty good, although. Overall, the number of unlocks this week, I guess, is still a bit, bit on the quiet side. Um, I guess over here in the UK, um, school, uh, school's back in 
in session now from the holidays, so probably been a, a quiet yeah. week getting homework it'll, and stuff it'll done. It'll be even <laughs> much slower this coming week because yeah. all of the schools are just about starting here too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so that was our popular trophies. Uh, it's time to talk about what trophies we've been unlocking. So, uh, what what have you guys been playing lately? Uh, oh, what oh, about what right. about next we week? We forgot to talk about next week. Thank you for catching me. <laughs> See, this is why we're such yeah. a great team. We we catch each other on those types of things. So, uh, the drop for this week is actually I'm not going to say week. It's got a couple of big ish releases and then a bunch of stuff i've i have no idea what it is uh so the two biggies this week you're gonna have destiny 2 and knack 2 we got a couple of sequels coming out any interest in these the those are fairly <laughs> big games but so no <laughs> i mentioned to see no i mentioned yeah. to see how popular knack is because um I'm wondering if uh, the original sort of sales were spurred on by the fact it was one of the first PS4 games and platformer games. Because I remember watching someone playing it and thinking, ah, that just looks... The gameplay just looks too repetitive and, and boring for me, so I, mean, I, I skipped past it. There's no question that Knack punched above its weight due yeah. to being a launch, a, uh, launch window title, but at the same yeah. time, Knack 2 has, from the beginning, promised to be much better than the first one, much improved yeah. on its faults. Um, remains to be seen, I suppose. Yeah, so that's it'll be interesting to see yeah. how, how well it does. It's doing all right. Curious about that one. Destiny 2, yeah. Destiny 2, I'm guessing, is a no-brainer. That's just obviously going to be instantly popular with yeah, all the definitely. Destiny 1 players. Uh, I see both of those being fairly yeah. big. Um, oh, I see that NAC 2 has currently got a score of 73. Bad. Uh, but that is from launch today. Yeah. So usually it may uh, change. And usually it ends up going down a couple of points, but I'm, I'm not. That doesn't mean that'll necessarily happen. Uh, but yeah, it still stands that mm. it, it'll probably change quite a bit. But uh, still much better yeah. than the first game. <laughs> has, it, has it got co-op oh, it's or got, anything it's really got different? Or not yeah, really? So, co-op was yeah, shown in the, the reveal. In the, um, in the original, ah, there good. was co-op, but it was like glass knack or something like that. Like it wasn't a full thing. I can't remember exactly what it was, but this is full um, co-op, and there are like special abilities that the two knack characters have that they can only do together. So, like, uh, you can punch the other knack, and you start shooting his little relic pieces out like a chain gun, <laughs> um, stuff like that. So it it's supposed to be better. I actually. I ended up getting it because my uh, my wife was actually quite fond of the first one. Uh, she's got questionable taste in games, so well then. <laughs> uh, but, that is yeah, well, cold. you know, she's she's not going to claim to be a connoisseur by any stretch. She enjoys what she enjoys, you know. I'm not going to fault her for that. She enjoyed it, so I ended up downloading it, and we'll see how much mm. she likes it. And I might end up playing it since it's actually got proper co-op. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, so that's. That's really all that's coming, and cool. uh, I think both of those games are kind of in the. We want to see how they do before we pass judgment camp. They're going to be popular regardless, but. Well, I don't. Yeah, the less said about Destiny Two <laughs> from me, probably the better. I said too much yeah. about Destiny One, so and I put over a hundred yeah. hours in, so I think 
Um, that was you, fair. But are you looking forward to uh, putting in another hundred plus hours? Well, um, let me avoid saying something negative <laughs> and say no. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's let's move on to what you guys have been playing. Uh, what, what have you been up to, Ace? Uh, me? Let's see. Um, I finished off Yay. Resident Evil 5. Um, yeah. Um, I, I took a few minutes out to sort of start Sonic Mania, um, and then just get absolutely annoyed at the, mm. um, Air Fortress base, uh, uh, boss. Uh, I might, might have to get Share you to, or to, um, <laughs> to, to share play for me and that's, just, that's just do that one, just do that one boss, because mm. it's driving me insane. <laughs> I think I played um, that level in yeah, yeah, one of the older games. Two, I think. And I think I struggled with it then there as well. But at least because mm. you know, I kept falling off of the mm. <laughs> off of the fortress. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know what boss you had back then, I but yeah, I don't think you kept getting flung into mm. spikes like you do now, which I keep managing to do. Um, and then um, finishing off um, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I'm almost finished with it and I go over to finishing Sweet. Revelations next. Alright, what hmm. have you been up to, Prince? <laughs> we go. Um, I'm going to keep it short. I uh, got the 100% Yay. in Escape Plan Vita, uh, finally. Ooh. I did Congrats. like 95% of it. Thank you. Um, I did like 95% of it in uh, maybe a few days, and then the last, it's been like two weeks since then, um, I finally got the last trophy. It took me more than six hours to do one um, wow. challenge in the game um, for this last one trophy. Um, and fortunately, that trophy is not true to its description. They wanted you to do 11 challenges. You only have to do two. Um, I <laughs> probably would have destroyed my Vita into tiny pieces wow. if I had to do 11. Um, so... Uh, I'm very, I was very, very glad when that was done. Like literally six hours of doing this. Um, you have to do like a six minute perfect run. So a six minute segment repeated over and over and over again for six hours. Um, fortunately I was watching YouTube at the same time. Well, but, clearly that was your um, problem. That was. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I'm yeah. Sure well, no, the thing is, the problem is, it's not a puzzle game and it's not a platformer. And that's the fault of it because, um, I mean, it works fine when it work when it's kind to you. But when, it, when they want you to do all this precise inch perfect, uh, pi- pixel perfect maneuvering with the touch screen and the touch screen is yeah. not even accurate. That's when you just want to throw it because you've, you've spent your five minutes into this thing. And if you even scratch a hair, you die and you have to start over because there's no checkpoints um, because someone thought that would be a good idea. And then you um, you sort of scrape against the tiniest edge of this thing and you die and then you have to start over again. Um, so, yeah, it's infuriating that last DLC. And I, because of that, I would not recommend the game to anyone because right now it looks like they've basically slowly tried to improve the base game and they've largely succeeded and then with the last DLC they were like screw it we'll just make a PS4 version and we'll fix it then and abandon the Vita version Um, so you've got videos on YouTube of guides with the PS4 version where they make it look easy because they've actually balanced the thing Whereas on the Vita version, they haven't fixed it, so now you're, you're stuck uh, with geez. it if you play it. So, 
Yeah, that's why I, I don't recommend oh, it. Oh, good to know. Uh, avoid that one. Uh, yeah. And it's only a 2.4 ratio, so any trophy hunters out there who think they're tough as nails, it's not even worth your time. So I ended up finishing Sonic. I now have the Platinum. I actually did that last week, which is why, you know, I didn't get any trophies this week, and so I couldn't put it on the map. Uh, It is a good Platinum. Um, At first, I thought it was going to be pretty bad. Uh, Some of the trophy descriptions are very tough-sounding, like professional hedgehog is something like you know only a professional would be able to do a perfect run or whatever and i was like a perfect run through the entire game that's nuts but it's actually only yeah but it's only act one of one of the worlds and so you only have to go through that one particular part and you can do it as supersonic so you get all the chaos emeralds and then in one go you do it and it takes you like 90 seconds to actually do it so uh, a lot of a lot of those turn out to be a lot easier than they initially end up looking like. Um, so it is a pretty fun platinum because it does get you into all sorts of things for fun. It gets you playing Mean Bean Machine and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, I did. Hmm. Yeah, I think it annoys me is that I think I probably missed some of these. Well, yeah, once, like, once you finish the game, it does <laughs> let you do chapter select and you can use that for for just about so you can use that for a lot of stuff um, if you want to use your actual save file so for instance in that instance you do because you want to be able to use uh supersonic but if you know one of them is actually like uh, a time trial like you've got a minute to finish a particular stage and you can go into the time trials mode and do it that way and that way if you mess up literally all you do is you hold the triangle button and in like two seconds it resets the entire thing and you can just go again yeah, so it's actually Whoa. yeah. Life is strange. <laughs> so they actually make it pretty accessible in that regard. Uh, and then I did end up playing a little bit of Hellblade. I've only played about ninety minutes. Uh, really atmospheric and really intense. And half the time, I'm not entirely sure what the hell's going on. And it plays with your perspective on things in interesting ways. And I'm not entirely sure who I am or what's going on or any of that stuff. Uh, I mean, I know who the main character is, but I'm not sure that I am the main character because the game is just such a weird, wacky thing. Uh, So it is definitely interesting, and I will report back about it later. From what I understand, uh, I got a friend who played through it and thoroughly enjoyed it, but it sounds like the first 90 minutes might be the best part of the game, and from there it goes down a little bit. So I want to make sure that I do a little bit more playing before I really recommend it okay all right and it's uh Enough. it's time for tri- uh trivia we we do have a trivia question this week which i came up with at the very last minute oh. uh, <laughs> so <laughs> in- interestingly enough we've talked a lot about infamous uh during this episode there have been three different people who have voiced the main protagonists across infamous infamous 2 and infamous second son which of these is not one of the voice actors Jason Kodal, Jason Kodal, Caleb Moody, Eric Layden, or Troy Baker? I know, right? So you're going to say Troy Baker is not one of the protagonists? Just because I know he's done a lot of voices and he feels like a red herring. I just uh, don't know any of the others. Posted the names. Not by name. Uh, so you're going to go with yeah. Troy Baker. Uh, All right. What, what about you, Ace? Uh, 
I think I'll go if he's chosen Troy, I guess I'll go with Eric, I think. Eric Layden. Uh, Unfortunately Layden. you're both wrong. It is Caleb Moody, who is actually also in the games. He plays Zeke. Uh but between yeah, so between ah. Yeah, That's so Cole so McGrath was played by two different people. Uh, Jason Kodal was uh, was Cole in the first game. Eric Layden was Cole in the second game. And then Troy Baker was uh, the main character for Second Son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess so. We, we don't, <laughs> don't pay attention to the end yeah. game credits. <laughs> I guess not. That's okay. Oops. Sometimes I pay attention to the voice actors, but generally yeah, only for Batman. So. <laughs> I feel like that's a legit perspective. I don't think I can have uh, find any fault with that. So, yeah, and I do mean all, like all of the characters in Batman. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were talking strictly about so. the character Batman. Yeah. Oh, that's also Batman. extremely, well. extremely important. <laughs> But as you know, with uh, Troy Baker's played both Batman and the Joker, uh, depending yes. on the game, which so. is an interesting, fun little tidbit. I, I really do like that. Um, and mm. he is not the first person to do that, I yeah. don't think either. So, well, then see if you can name who that person yeah, was. Right. If you can in come up with who that other person might be, whether or not it is actually true, make sure you post it in the comments. All right, and then uh, finally. We did run a poll last time, uh, a little bit slim pickings. I said, which of the 2017's, which of 2017's RPGs would you least consider an RPG? And the options were Horizon Zero Dawn, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, Mass Effect Andromeda, Neo, or Pyre. And overwhelmingly... I know that you put Pyre maybe in just, just to mess with me. Uh, and then <laughs> the answer was overwhelmingly Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> However, is it High Ed, I think, kind of caught me? Somebody did. Oh, it was uh, Teresia? Yeah, uh, the 2017 RPG that I least consider an RPG is Destiny 2. Um, I'm, I'm not sure why necessarily that is, but uh, all right. I mean, it's got character progression <laughs> and loot and all that stuff, so uh, in that regard, I guess. Mm, but it's also um, very MMO. It's also very action. Very action. Um, so I can kind of see... I'd yeah, like to hear more. I, I think that's an interesting perspective, and I don't think you're necessarily wrong because it is kind of an open-ended. That that's kind of the whole point. Um, all right, so I believe that's going to be it for us this week. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you can always follow us at True Trophies. I'm at Mega Brand Zero. Uh, Ace is Ace Solo McCloud. We can subscribe on YouTube. You can subscribe on the site. You can rate us on iTunes, on Google Play. We're all over the place. If you could go and subscribe and tell us what you think about us and give us recommendations like we got this time for the topic of the week. That would be fantastic. If you can tell us anything we should improve upon, let us know because we love getting that feedback. We like to make this show even better. Um, and thanks for watching. Uh, we will catch you next time. Have fun. Bye. See you around. See ya.